Thomas's presents Tackling Traffic with Tom. Good morrow. Tis your reminder to savour the morning with Thomas's breakfast. And while you may not be able to control what occurs on your commute, like your horse and buggy popping a wheel and axle on the way to the schoolhouse, you can control what you put atop your soft but crunchy bagel and the toastiness of your English muffin. So do take the time to savour the morning with Thomas's. Thomas's. Huzzah! A toast to breakfast. Live from Studio 1A in Rockefeller Plaza, this is the third hour of today. And a good Tuesday morning. Welcome to this third hour of today. It's November 16th. Look who's back. Yes. I'm Pal Maria Shriver. And we love... Right between two guys I adore. Oh, and we love the we love you. Yeah. Oh, Uh-oh. Well, you got a lot of good stuff ahead this morning, uh, including... Calm down, calm down. <laughs> we're trying to contain ourselves. Okay. Uh, Chanel is over in Jersey. There she is. She, so she's in Jersey because she's taking a sneak Ooh. peek hey. at the new <laughs> giant balloons and floats for the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Which Be careful, Chanel. Next week. We're going to catch up with uh, S. Jones in just a bit. And in the meantime, uh, Maria, you've got this really important story coming up in the Cost of Care series. That's right. Well, November is Alzheimer's and Caregiving Month. But if you have aging loved ones, you're really going to want to stick around for this story. I met the Burks family, whose discovery about the trusted caregiver for their aging parents will probably shock you. But their story is not unique. So we'll reveal how you can help protect your family coming up. And this is something that I think is a must Watch for anybody mm. with aging parents. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and then uh, we've got WWE superstar there The Miz in the house. Oh, yeah. He's going to give us uh, a first look at the big WWE Survivor Series coming up this weekend. And he's wow. got the moves. We're going to catch up on his plans for the holiday and why his family puts up seven Christmas trees. Seven. 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 You're not wow. a big wrestling guy, I don't think, are you? But I, but well, I, I, I mean, I don't. Not like it. Well, why, why would you say that while he's here? Well, I was going to say, because I... I, I think I, Al I mean, likes to wow. wrestle. Why, he I, likes to wrestle. I was going to say, because the Miz is going to challenge you. Uh, oh, is oh, he? Oh, yeah. Oh, now, is he? Yes. Really? I grew, really? Grew up watching wrestling, uh -huh. and the Miz in the wrestling business, uh -huh. the, the Miz big, is big. He's big. Uh, nobody beats the Miz. Nobody beats the Miz. Yeah. Uh, before we hey, get to Miz. all of that... Wow. You had a okay. special little lunch yesterday. Oh, I did, yes. I My youngest son, Christopher, is here in the city looking for work along with every other 20-something year old, right? But we got to uh, catch up walking uh, up Fifth Avenue, and then we went to lunch, and I said, this is my best lunch partner. Oh, Neither one of you have ever invited me to lunch, I but I, to I, lunch uh, I had lunch with we him. We have had dinner. We have had dinner, that's true. We have. <laughs> that was special. It was great. It was got great. To catch up. Adult kids, it's a whole other yes. uh, thing, right? Yes. So. Big kids, big problems. That's what I hear. Small kids, small problems. Big opportunities. Big opportunities. Hey, that's good. I like that. There you go. All right, we got lots to get to. We're going to start with those dramatic, uh, that dramatic weather that's moving across the country. The Pacific Northwest getting hit with. Al, something called the Pineapple Express. Heavy yep. rain, winds triggering major flooding and some power outages. And a state of emergency was declared in Washington state where flooding roads caused mudslides, forcing residents to flee. So, Al, tell us, what does this mean? Is it headed our way? Well, the, we, we call it the Pineapple Express because it's this atmospheric river that extends past Hawaii and makes its way into oh. the west this time. And the Pacific Northwest has been getting hit over and over since late October. And now this system is now pushing east. The main brunt of the storm 
storm is going to be up into Canada, but it's going to bring snow in the Rockies. But the, it's traveling along the jet stream and ahead of the jet, really warm temperatures. The snow, as you can see, stays up in Canada for the most part. But as it makes its way to the east, it's going to pick up some moisture. We'll start to see some snow on the leeward side of the Great Lakes, uh, some lake effect snow and some more rain. But the, again, the big problem is they get a break. They get a break today in the Pacific Northwest, but another big storm comes in on Thursday. So they just have had this parade of storms. Pineapple wow. Express, learn yeah. something new today. Uh, we're going to turn now to another big story that we continue to watch here, the price at the pump. If you are thinking about driving to your Thanksgiving gathering next week, it's going to probably hurt your wallet to get there. The national average now stands at $3.41 a gallon, but it is a lot higher in California, and that is where NBC's Jolene Kent is. She's in Los Angeles. How much, how much is gas there, Joe? All right, Craig, this is unbelievable, and Maria will be able to identify with this. Gas is always more expensive here in California. It is $5.99 a gallon for regular unleaded, and it is $6.59 for high test, which is just unbelievable across the board. And this basically means that as a country, with all the prices going up for gas, we're spending $600 million more per day compared to last year uh, with all of these higher gas prices. So, so, Joe, why is this happening? Everybody's concerned about inflation. Is this supply versus demand? And when do we expect the, the supply to catch up to the demand. Ah, that is the crystal ball that no one really can read right now. And what we do know that is gas demand is back up at pre-COVID levels, right? But supply is not. There's supply chain issues. There's issues with oil production, releasing an adequate supply out there for all of us to fill up our tanks at a lower price. And so analysts say that this these high prices, they may come down towards the end of the year after the holidays, but it will still remain very high going into 2022, which is so tough. As you mentioned, inflation, food prices, this is really, really hitting people's pocketbooks very hard, especially as we head into that critical holiday season. Yeah, Joe, I, we've been talking about it because obviously I live in L.A. Yeah. and my kids are always like, oh, my God, the yeah. price of gas. But they say, like, you go two blocks over, it's a different price than you can go, like, you know, into another area and it's a completely different price. What's the best way to avoid uh, some of these price hikes? Yeah, Maria, you know comparison shopping really is the name of the game. There's lots of things that you can do. First of all, especially here in L.A. and other places, you can pay with cash or you could use an app to find a cheaper gas station. That's one way to do it. Another thing you could do is check out your grocery store rewards. I know Kroger and Ralph's often offer, you know, a discount on gas at certain gas stations. And if you can, skip the premium gas if you can. Uh, I'm no vehicle car expert, but, you know, if you're able able to put regular unleaded into the into your tank you're going to save a whole lot of money hey, hey joe welcome back by the way and for folks who didn't see the hour earlier Thank you. this is this is her first day back from uh, uh parental leave do you have any baby pictures oh uh, yeah, oh, yeah here so. they are here they are oh oh, oh. <laughs> what what's what's the name again that her name is Delancey May, and Delancey, she's named after the street where Scott and I first lived together in New oh. York City, where you guys are. We call her Del, Baby Deli, and I just got to say, 
she is just, she's sleeping through the night. She's eating solids. She's rolling over. Probably oh, of and there we book. are with Dylan's new book. Dylan sent me a copy of her new book, personalized for the girls. It was so sweet. They Aww. love the book. We read it a lot. Uh, How are you doing with the balance? How are you doing being back at work with having two Uh, little ones now? You know, Maria, I feel like my brain is constantly multitasking in a way that only a mom can multitask. So it's like thinking about Mira, thinking about Delancey, thinking about work, thinking about my husband, and you know how it is. And I just want to know from all y'all, how do I do it with two kids now? What's your best advice? You don't. You do it. You just do it. Yeah, you just and do you it. And you will. Yeah. Dow. You, you multitask. We should get your Dow to meet my Dow. We love arranged marriages. That was great. Thank you, Joe. Thank you, Joe Kent. All right, happy Thanksgiving, Joe. Thanks, guys. And speaking of getting to Thanksgiving gatherings, a lot of us love to watch or cover the big parade before the big meal. Those floats are first built at the Macy's Parade Studio. It's a 72,000-square-foot year-round operation, and Chanel has made her way there with a sneak peek at some of the newest floats and balloons we're going to see this year at the 95th annual Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade next week, joined by creative director Rick Palmer. Guys, good morning. Good morning morning to you. You talk about 72,000 square feet of workspace. It really kind of puts you in the festive mood. I was telling you, Rick, behind the scenes, this is the first time I've ever even been on a float. And this is really a small float. I know, this is like small. We need to work you up. I know. I wanted to show you guys really quickly behind the scenes here. It looks like Santa's workshop, if I were to picture it. You said more than 8,000 hours worth of labor goes into what we see here. It truly is Santa's workshop. And with the talented team here, this really is what we devote our entire year to building this parade. We have everything from carpenters to painters and sculptors, engineers, designers, costume designers, everyone it takes to make all of this magic. The whole shebang. Okay, so guys, I haven't seen this before in person. This is what's known as a balloonicle. Now, are there three balloonicles, four balloonicles? What is a balloonicle? So a balloonicle are these guys right here, balloon vehicle, and this is our Balloonical, which is a float balloon vehicle ah. combination. We make up words here in the Mason Parade <laughs> studio, but we have fun with it. So what that is, we've created a moment for yeah. the streets here where the Heinz gravy pirates are out to capture all of the side dishes on That's Thanksgiving cute. Day and douse them with gravy. Why not? That's cute. You know, it's funny when you're along the parade route, or even if you're watching live, these are the moments that people remember because it actually creates something fun and active. This is the energy. If you're a spectator, you want these guys to come and interact with you. Uh, The floats sort of travel along, the balloons are in the sky, but these are the moments on the street. I love it. Guys, I'll send it back to you, but I was just reading here, they're already working on next year's parade, right? So it's a true workspace. And listen to this, the team uses 240 gallons of paint, 200 pounds of confetti, and 300 pounds of glitter. That's a lot happening. And you will probably go home with some of that glitter today. Why not? We're all unicorns inside. <laughs> Rick, right. thank you so much, guys. If this doesn't put you in the festive mood, I don't know what will. All right. Gravy pie. Cannot wait. Gravy. <laughs> I can't believe that's a year-round operation. Oh, absolutely, because they start, they, as she said, they've already started planning for next year because these things take so much time to engineer, to build. So uh, we cannot wait to see what they come up with for the 95th Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. That's next Thursday, 9 a.m., right here on NBC. And coming up in our The Cost of Care series, one family's shocking discovery about a trusted caregiver for their aging parents. Plus, how to protect our loved ones from financial fraud. Then later, meet a group of lifelong friends 
keeping a decades-old Domino's game alive. It's a unique story of brotherhood just ahead as the third hour of today continues. Join Hoda Kotfi for a brand new season of her podcast, Making Space. For season five, I am making space to talk to people who are providing a sense of hope and inspiration when life changes course. Uplifting conversations with inspiring individuals like NFL legend Drew Brees, singer-songwriter Ziggy Marley, and today's show co-anchor Savannah Guthrie as you have never heard her before. I found faith more viscerally, not because the bad thing didn't happen, but because it did. I promise you, like me, will leave these conversations with some wisdom for your own journey, empowered and inspired to make space in your own life. New episodes of Making Space with Hoda Kotb are released every Wednesday. Listen now wherever you get your podcasts. Listen up, true crime fans. It's a big murder trial underway. This Dateline is launching a new podcast with Andrea Canning. Welcome to Dateline True Crime Weekly. We'll cover breaking crime news around I mean, the country. It is the twists, the turns, the With craziness. the best reporters on the case, NBC News analysts, and Dateline producers on the ground. Break it down for us. Just You'll just get fresh insights and behind-the-scenes scoops from crime scenes to courtrooms. That is bizarre. Stay in the, the know and up-to-date. So tell us what he said. It Follow Dateline True Crime Weekly to get new episodes starting Thursday. Wherever you get your podcasts. We are back with our series, The Cost of Care. November marks Alzheimer's Awareness Month. And this week, as we focus on caregivers, you've got a really important story this morning. It's a, it's a story that's important for anyone with aging loved ones. That is right. Well, Andrew and his wife, Elizabeth Burks, moved closer to be next to Andrew's aging parents, living right down the street from them in Northern California. But when it became clear that they needed extra help, the couple never could have imagined the betrayal that followed. My father had been in and out of the hospital several times during 2016. Andrew Burke's parents, Leslie and Cheryl Burks, were 70 years old in 2016 when their adult children realized they were in cognitive decline. Dad was on 12 different medications, I believe, at the time. And so some of them need to be taken with food, some without, some different times of the day. They hired a part-time caregiver and felt confident their parents were in good hands until April 18th of 2019, when Andrew decided it was time to check in on his mom and dad's finances to plan for their future. Tell me about that day. The moment where I laid eyes on his account is something I'll, I'll never forget. Just Tell me I'll what you forget. saw when you got on your dad's account. So his debit card had been used for eyelash extension appointments, tanning appointments, nail salons. I saw charge after charge after charge, and honestly, I had to stop. The caregiver systematically used every single one of their credit cards and then began transferring money out of their retirement accounts. Elizabeth, when your husband there was talking, you got very emotional. The caregiver was really a good friend of ours and a really somebody that our parents depended on. Our parents are good people. Andrew's dad is a Vietnam veteran. His mom was a teacher. And the fact that somebody would take advantage of them like this is just heartbreaking. 
The criminal complaint against Heidi Miller, the Burke's caregiver, lists purchases she made using their money for liposuction, breast augmentation, and Botox, at least four used cars, Princess Cruises, and Disneyland tickets, and much more. The total that was taken, over $360,000. Miller pled guilty and was sentenced to 33 months in federal prison. While extreme, experts say the Burke story is not unique. How bad is this problem? Maria, this is an epidemic. According to the Department of Justice, financial fraud and exploitation is the most prevalent form of elder abuse. Billions of dollars are stolen each year. How do people protect themselves from this kind of financial abuse? Plan in advance. Uh, they need to get their team together. We name a monitor, someone that's watching everything. And I also advise that bank statements, brokerage statements be sent to family members. The caregiver doesn't have an opportunity or one child doesn't have an opportunity to steal money from mom or dad. Andrew and Elizabeth agree, but say it can be difficult when loved ones are fiercely private about their finances and don't want to relinquish control. If there would have been a way, Maria, for us to convince my parents that however much privacy my parents wanted in their finances, they're, they cannot keep it private from adult children that are invested and care about their life. Leslie has severe dementia and Cheryl has been diagnosed with Alzheimer's disease. They were moved to an assisted living facility after the fraud was discovered in 2019. An immediate move police recommended to keep them safe. We're really grateful, very grateful for the work that the FBI did, that the U.S. attorney did on our behalf. They can't give our parents back their health. They can't give them back this house. I would say that the best thing that people can do is prevent this from happening. The Burks have been able to get some of their parents' money back from the various banks and credit card companies involved. But that process and the criminal investigation has taken years, and it's also taken a huge toll on their family. We reached out to Heidi, Heidi Miller's attorney and did not hear back. We also reached out to Care.com, the service the Burks used to find their caregiver. And they recommend background and reference checks as well as interviews. They also suggest granting financial power of attorney to loved ones so that they can easily intervene if they suspect foul play. And the interesting thing here is, guys, is they didn't suspect foul play. Right. They, they really trusted this caregiver, mm. but it's only when he went into, as you saw in the piece, to look at the financial sure. arrangements that they discovered it. So they said it's really important to make sure that your parents aren't sharing any of their right. financial information with people they shouldn't be doing it with. And perhaps a good idea to spread the responsibility among exactly. siblings if there's more than one. It takes a special kind of evil to, to prey on. Well, as you see, it's, yeah. it's not uh, unusual, though, because there's so many people with aging parents. Yeah. Well, uh, changing gears a bit, how a group of buddies made some genius moves to keep a five-decade-old Domino's tradition alive. And then we're going to catch up with Parks and Rec star Aubrey Plaza about her latest project. I'm scared. Uh, we're going to ask her how life is different now as a newlywed. And a witch, apparently. That's right. A He's a newlywed. <laughs> Third hour today back in just 60 seconds. <laughs> 
Welcome back. So this morning in our Brotherhood series, we've got a group of lifelong buddies who for decades traveled around the world playing dominoes uh, until the pandemic hit, and then they were forced to figure out how to get reconnected and keep their game alive. These are people that I've known almost all my lives. One of the guys that plays with me, we came here to the United States on the same plane. Tucked away in a quiet D.C. suburb is a weekly and often boisterous decades-old game of dominoes. How long has this, this been going on? We all met as childhood friends. We migrated to the United States, most of us to go to college. Some of us went to England, some of us went back home to Jamaica. So throughout all this time, we always organized games. For the better part of 50 years, Howard Davis and his buddies made it a point to get together each year and play, until the pandemic, when traveling around the world became impossible. We started talking on Zoom just to keep in touch. And then you can't have a group of us together without us talking about playing dominoes. And we would play until 2 o'clock in the morning sometimes. What? Yes. We'll sit there for 12 hours and play. <laughs> I watch guys play dominoes. It, it's a physical in that guys are slamming down tiles. They're talking trash. Well, we still talk trash. <laughs> <laughs> that will never change. The slamming, which is really a part of the culture in domino, um, doesn't happen. But the trash talking will never stop. We're in a hot game here. <laughs> I wanted to experience this for myself. Hey, Al, wait a minute. Welcome, my name is Monty. So I joined one of their games, and it didn't take long for the guys to bring me in. Alvin is the comedian of the group. I'm the quiet one. You see, I'm so quiet that Al didn't even notice I was here. <laughs> no, I saw you. Well, <laughs> you're, throwing, you're throwing some smack at me, Alvin. And yet you're the one no, who's... Hey, that, that's, that's my wife's computer. That's my wife's computer. Make it clear, Alvin. Make it clear. <laughs> exactly how to play online took a little trial and error. The dealer, this time Howard, mixing up the dominoes and pulling a hand for each of the players. One team. All right. So we had to go on the integrity uh, on a system. People turn their backs. Everybody look away. Honor and lifelong friendships. <laughs> you remember the last time you all got together in person? It was in February, just before the, um, the pandemic. And we played for the whole weekend. That was the last time we did that. What about play, man? So many sixes out there. Yeah, I'm going to have no six at all. In a sense, the pandemic allowed you to suddenly be able to do this more often. Yes, absolutely. We wouldn't see each other every single weekend, and we do on Zoom. You know, these guys have such a great relationship. Yeah. And while I was sitting there, they were reminiscing. They found out uh, they lost a, a family friend and they catch up. But uh, it, what it really does revolve around is Howard and this core group of guys, Alvin, Monty, Ferdy, uh, who I am told by Ferdy, he's the best player. <laughs> of course. <laughs> and so they're keeping this tradition alive. Oh, that's that. great. Yeah. It'd be great when they can get back together and do it in person. That's right. So thank you for that, Mr. Roke. Uh, when we come back, actor and comedian Aubrey Plaza taking on a new and exciting role, children's book author and witch. Don't scare the kids. And then WWE superstar, The Miz, also scary in his own right. Uh, he is 
here live to help us get psyched up for the big Survivor Series this weekend. And we'll also ask him about his seven, that's right, seven Christmas trees. The third hour of today continues right after this. Oh, we were having a good time. This morning, we're catching up with actress, comedian, and producer Aubrey Plaza, best known as April Ludgate from the hilarious NBC <laughs> sitcom Parks and Rec. And Aubrey's latest project is her new children's book, The Legend of the Christmas Witch. And she is here this morning to tell us all about it. And you can see she has dressed in character. So let me begin with, I wanted to ask you this during the break, and the guy said, save it, save it, save it. What made you want first to write a children's book and then to decide to dress as the character? Well, I don't choose these things. Um, I am chosen by the Christmas Witch to represent her. I'm honoring her today on the publishing day of my book. Um, she appeared to me in a dream, Ooh, and I just wow. knew I had to get her story out. Um, so this was not a, a lifelong dream that you wanted to write a children's book about this character. No, she just appeared to you in a dream. Me in a hallucination <laughs> oh. at night, whispered into my ear uh -huh. in a melatonin-induced I've had a few state. of those. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, so it's it's a story of a Christmas witch. Is this yeah. merry and bright, or something Let's see else? like it's merry and bright. It's a kids book, so sure. I would assume it's got to it, be. Well, it's for everybody. For everybody, parents can read it to their children. Uh -huh. um, yes, it's merry and bright, and um, you know, it's a little dark, a little creepy sometimes. Um, but 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 the Christmas witch is Santa Claus's long lost twin sister. So she's part of the merry and bright crew, but mm -hmm. she's um, she's got a little chip on her shoulder. She's lost it's got her a little way. wicked in it. She's lost her way. She's a misunderstood character, you know? Oh, People gosh. project things onto her and they call her evil, but I don't think she's evil at all. I think she's trying to bring the true meaning of Christmas back and her brother maybe lost his way. Oh, oh. no. We're going to vilify St. Nick? No, 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 we're not. No, we're not going there. We're okay. not going there. All I'm saying is, look, siblings, you know, yeah. sibling rivalry, yeah. that kind of thing. Santa's fine. Okay, He's good. doing his thing. He loves the presents and the packages. The Christmas witch is all about nature. She's a Yuletide witch. So she's oh. all about um, honoring plants and animals and, and remembering the, the old-timey traditions of the your winter eyes, solstice. Your eyes, you see how big her eyes yeah. get when yeah, she's yeah. describing. Now, it's you, you uh, dedicate this book to your mom. I did, And yes. you say she's a brave witch. She's a brave witch indeed, yes. My mother, my mother uh, uh, taught me to be a little witch as a child. Um, what does that mean? Well, she always had a kind of magic in her step and she always inspired me. She had me very young and, oh. and taught me that anything was possible. And uh, and and I don't know. She just always had. She's a she's a dark-haired Irish witch. Okay. Um, I love that. And uh, just her approach on life. She's a she's a magical magical woman. In addition to becoming thing. a witch, you're also a new wife. This is the first Christmas with your you're husband. Not equating those two things. No, 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 no. not at all. No, completely unrelated. <laughs> no, no. I love my wife. I um, love my wife too. I mean, my husband. <laughs> How is it? How's newlyweddom? It's great. He's not embarrassed of me at all. <laughs> no. No, not at all. He loves the things that I do. How will you guys spend your first Christmas together? Um, well, actually, 
because, uh, you know, things are opening up a little bit. I'm, I'm getting my butt to Delaware, see my family. Mm. Uh, for, for the first time in a long time for Christmas, I'm very excited to spend Christmas in Delaware. Aubrey, and, thank uh, you. Yes, well, thank she's you. She's gonna go spend it with her mom, the, the original. Yes, the original OG witch. Ooh. And the book comes out today. Today. Today, big pub day, the Chris, there it is, the, the Christmas witch. The legend of the Christmas witch. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, ha ha! I curse you all! Wait, oh. I curse oh, oh, you oh, oh, to oh, have oh, a happy just, holiday! That took a little turn there at the end. No, no. I said happy holiday! Okay, there you go. Aubrey Plaza, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Coming up next, we've got WWE champ The Miz in the house. He's here to tell us about the big Survivor Series coming up this weekend. Woo. And a little bit of a spell breaker. The <laughs> third hour of today continues. <laughs> everyone, I'm Jenna Bush Hager from Today with Hoda and Jenna and the Read with Jenna book club. There's nothing I love more than sharing my favorite reads with all of you, except maybe talking to the exceptional authors behind these stories. And that's what I'll be doing on my podcast, Read with Jenna. I'll be introducing you to some of my favorite writers. These conversations will leave you feeling inspired and entertained. To start listening, just search Read with Jenna wherever you get your podcasts. Alpha One Niner, commence Wi-Fi device checklist. Laptops, on. TVs, streaming. Game console, console Smart thermostat, set for cuddle time. Doorbell camera, oh, my package is here. Fast, reliable, able to power tons of devices inside your home at once. All systems go, you are clear for takeoff. This is Xfinity Internet, Wi-Fi built to wow. And watch the short film, The Aviators. Now playing at Xfinity.com. Restrictions apply, actual speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Well, our next guest's career started over 20 years ago when he turned the real world house into his personal wrestling ring, right. developing his persona, The Miz. Tormenting his housemates apparently <laughs> worked because now The Miz is the only two-time Grand Slam champion in the history of the WWE. And here to tell us about this weekend's big event, WWE Survivor Series, the man himself, the Miz. Yes, yes. Thank you guys very much for having me. Survivor Series is this Sunday, and let me tell you something. It is going to be absolutely pandemonium. It's huge. It's Battle of the Brands, Raw versus SmackDown, yeah. and it's always – you always take moments that will last a lifetime. Here's the thing about the – I think a lot of folks who follow the, the sport, they know who you are. You say your character is completely different. How so? How's The Miz different from... Mike Mizanin? Well, yeah. uh, I, I don't consider myself very egotistical, and uh, but I feel like Miz is always talking in, in the third person. Like, The Miz is awesome. The Miz is the best. The Miz is the greatest. The Miz is the only two-time Grand Slam champion in the history of the company, the most must-see WWE superstar of all time. See, Mike doesn't talk like that at home. Mike at home is like playing with his three-year-old daughter and his two-year-old daughter and just having tea parties. Oh, he's following he's instructions. Like but you started developing this guy, right, when you were little, I heard. I mean, when I was on the, when I was a child, I loved wrestling. Like, I loved Ultimate Warrior, putting streamers on my arms, uh, painting my face, and just cutting promos, like, move the space up with the rocket fuel, Mom! And my mom be like, go close your Go, go clean your room. And I'd be like, Mom, I'm the ultimate warrior. I'm the Intercontinental. Yeah, well, the Intercontinental champion better go clean his room. And <laughs> I had go. to go clean my room. Well, she would have gotten a SmackDown. Yeah, I would have uh, gotten the SmackDown, <laughs> definitely. So, so these are the yeah. stars from Raw and SmackDown coming together. Off 
stage, off ring. Do you guys, are you guys friends? Do you like each some other? Some are friends, some aren't. Like right now, Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair, they're going to be going head to head at Survivor Series, and they're not friends anymore. They were friends. Like, real friends, yeah. and I don't think they're friends anymore. Like, I haven't talked to them in a while, but I'm watching what they're doing on, on SmackDown and Raw, and I'm going, oh, boy, this is going to be a match you want to see. Charlotte Flair, of course, the, the daughter of, of legendary wrestler Ric Flair, ah. the nature boy. Mm-hmm. Woo! Yes. Uh, <laughs> yes. yes. Uh-huh. What is he talking about? I, I have no idea. I but don't this, either. So here's, I, I hear your wife has already started with the Christmas decorations? Uh, it's already started. Uh, so yesterday I get home and there is a box. And I know what box this is because that's a tree box. Oh. Like, you know what a tree box looks right. like. And when you have seven trees and now I have eight trees, uh-huh. like, you get a little upset because who do you think's putting those things together? Why this, do you have eight guy? trees? Why? Because there's, there's every room in the house needs a Christmas tree. Oh, she uh-huh. loves and Christmas. So, oh, yes, way too much. And it's it's a little annoying because, honestly, I don't think Christmas trees should be put up right now. Not before I know, Thanksgiving. I know, yeah. yes. And I know a lot of people think that after Halloween you should have them up. I don't believe that is true. No. I believe that you should have it right after Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving, yeah. like a normal person. But yes. my wife says, look, the longer we can keep trees up, the longer we're having them. So, How, how has your life changed? Now, you've got, I, I'm a, a dad of two girls. Uh, you've got two daughters now, uh, Madison and, and Monroe. Mm-hmm. How has your life changed uh, now that Everything's for them. Yeah. I mean, I, I've, when they were born, like a whole new piece of my heart was opened up. Mm. And it was filled with love that I didn't even knew I had. And now everything I do is to teach them, mentor them, guide them. Um, you know, I just I do things for them now rather than for me or my wife. And it's crazy the love you feel for them. And, and it's crazy, like, the things they teach you about yourself. Like, like what? Oh, man, I'll tell you what, that, like, I didn't know I had such patience uh, before in my life. You probably but, uh, didn't. I, I didn't have patience. Yeah. But now you have patience with things because you want them to learn. You want to teach them. You want mm-hmm. to guide them. And so these are just things that every day is just a new day that you're learning. Do they wrestle? about girls? I, I mean, if they want to wrestle, look, they want to wrestle with dad. I'll wrestle them with all day long. Like, I mean, I don't mind. It's, 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 a, it's a blast. What have you learned about girls? Girls? Yeah. Uh, that uh, they're a real treat, especially when they're Smart. two and three. Smart especially man. Especially when they're two and three. Oh, man, the terrible twos and the three angels is a real thing. Oh, you and I can't wait yet. to get out of it. <laughs> no, don't say that. Be careful for what you wish for. Is that right? <laughs> I'm just saying. Right. Amazing. Thank you, man. Thank you, guys, Thank you. very much. Best and, of uh, luck yeah, on season Sunday. three of Ms. and Mrs. is coming back next year. And WrestleMania is April 2nd and 3rd. It's on Peacock. You're not going to want to miss it. And tickets are available now. Before all of that, though, the Survivor Series streaming live this Sunday, 8 p.m., exclusively on Peacock. Who's that guy? The streaming service from our parent company, NBC Universal. He said said there was two. You watch Miss and Mrs. by the way, season one and two on Peacock. So he said he was different from that character. I don't think so. I don't think so. So I went right into it. The third hour of today continues. Oh, man, tomorrow, Kevin Hart live in studio in his new crime thriller miniseries. Coming up on Hoda and Jenna, eating your way to better brain health, the food to eat and the ones to avoid. And if you are on the go, don't forget to download today's podcast to catch up on all four hours of the show. Have a great, great day. Bye-bye. Bye.